Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Grace here, you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I will have a very interesting story for you. And of course, the. Uh, the entire hour, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. A number of stories on my mind this morning. And this is one that just, it just doesn't seem to go away. And and no matter how much I try, I, of course, think about the people in Ukraine uh, quite a bit, the humanitarian efforts and so on, and what they're undergoing, and very little food and no water, and uh, are forced to um, build mass graves and so on. But Russia warns the nuclear threat is real. Russia warns the nuclear threat is real. Russian Russia's foreign minister has warned Western powers, if you will, not to underestimate the real risk of nuclear conflict. And in their words, in their words of it's real, if the U S continues, and I'm trying to make sure I got this right to supply weapons to Ukraine. And so, that is uh, one story that I am dealing with. No matter, no matter, I can't seem to escape the fact that this is, this, in my mind, it's just not going away. The threat of 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 a nuclear a nuclear attack, and it's it's a, a scary uh, scenario. Number two, Mayor Eric Adams uh, releases his budget. And one of the things that I found interesting, and I see your phone calls. We're going to begin with them in just a moment. One of the things I found interesting, the mayor is asking New Yorkers to send photos of subway cops using their phones on the job. So in other words, the mayor says that he's a little disappointed with um, transit officers standing around and not being on the actual subway platform. And the mayor says, send him, if you see this, 
send a picture to him, and he'll go to that train station. Well, I'm a little confused because the last time I uh, checked, the last time I checked, right, about a month ago, this same mayor was urging the public not to videotape uh, uh, police officers because he said it was interfering with their duties. And so a month ago, uh, standing in front of Pat Lynch, the president of the PBA, he said, don't tape them, don't record them. But now the mayor says, take pictures if they're standing around. Now, folks, how well do you think that's going to go over in terms of improving police community relations? Maybe that's the job of of someone else, but I I just don't see that as a responsibility for the public. So that's another story on my mind this morning. Vice President uh, Kamala Harris tested positive for COVID on Tuesday after returning from a week-long trip to California. And (laughs) when it comes to COVID, folks, I'm just... I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm on the fence these days, and, and here's what I mean. So the CDC says that the coronavirus has infected over half of Americans at least once, right? Now information comes out that nearly 60% of adults and 75% of children have antibodies indicating that they have been infected with COVID-19, right? Now, this information comes from an ongoing study of blood samples sent to commercial laboratories across the USA. It's unclear what these test results mean for personal or community protection uh, against future infections. But... (laughs) The, the information is is uh, is just uh, startling uh, to me, and we're going to talk about this morning. And another story that I find uh, very sad, and, and I, I try to deal with this from time to time, the Anti-Defamation uh, League is reporting that New York State, New Jersey, leads the nation in anti-Semitic incidents with a 24% jump in 2021. Why is this happening? I spent the afternoon trying to figure out why are these anti-Semitic incidents happening. So we have a lot to uh, get to, and we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with John in New Jersey. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. John, are you with me? John, going once, going twice. Okay, John, you're you're not there. Let's go to... Uh, hi, 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 hi. Uh, hi, John. Go ahead. Uh, I'm so sorry, Dominic. It's okay. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, uh, I kind of disagree. Um, you, you know, I don't think you should, uh, w- with the thing you said about the police and um, filming them. Yes. I think if uh, if they're doing, you know, if they're in the middle of arresting someone or questioning someone, then you shouldn't really be filming them. But in if the, you know, and I see it all the time. There are a lot of police officers that, 
they'll be sitting in the squad car or they'll be standing in the corner and they're just on their phones, you know, they're not looking up, they're not checking everybody. So, you know, I think in that instance, you should be able to film them and you, I mean, you take a picture and you send it in and they, they should be reprimanded by, you know, by their supervisors. Right. But, but hey, but John, how, how well is that going to go over if, if you or I are standing there taking a, a photo of a police officer to send to the mayor? In terms of what, do you mean? Uh, okay, so so you don't have a problem with standing there in public on the subway taking a picture of a police officer in front of his or her face? Uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, me, like, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be a little shy to do that. But, you know, if I was standing, like, a, you know, a few feet down or a little distance away, you know, I'd just pop up the phone and take a picture without them really knowing. Okay, I I thank you. I uh I thank you for that telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. We are taking your telephone calls and um we're going to continue to do exactly that. Um we do have some breaking news that we're going to get to you in just one second. Breaking news, WABC. And so we are just uh getting in house uh that China is reporting the first human case of the H3N8 bird flu. Now, this is according to uh, Reuters, uh, the news service. Uh, it, it is out, and we are just receiving the information uh, as of now, breaking information again. China reporting the first human case of H3N8 bird flu. That is according to Reuters, uh, we will, uh, of course, um, have the, um, the the impact of what all of this means. But let's just go back for right now. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics, a number of topics this morning. Let's go to Karen, our friend Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind? Uh, I disagree with what that last caller just said about, you know, that it's all right to take pictures of the police that are not doing anything. Their hands are tied. They can't do anything. And if they do anything, that, you know, what, are you going to have somebody take a picture of them? I mean, they're de- uh, de- demeaned enough as it is already, the police, and to do that to them again? I, I agree with you, Karen. I, I agree with you. Their and, hands are tied. They can't do anything. Well, I, I mean... They do, I mean, they, they see their, you know, the, the people just getting right back out on the street. Ah, now that is the point. That is the point. Now, I, I, I feel, Karen, that they should be on the subway system, meaning down on the actual subways and not grouped together in five or six or looking at their uh, cell phones, if that's the case. When I've been mm-hmm. on the train, I haven't seen officers looking at their cell phones. That's just my personal observation. But at the same time, they are, they are uh, under enough pressure public right. pressure to begin with because the people that don't like the police they're going to look for you know they're going to look for things to uh right. to blame the cops on you know right they have enough problems it is right now exactly karen i thank you for that call let's now go to uh john in new york city good morning john you're on talk radio 77 wabc hey dominic how are you i love your show thank you very kind of you to say Hey, just real quick, uh, you know, you're talking about the cops. They're looking at their phones. Do you know that they have to do everything through their phone? 
I mean, everything they do, they have to put in their phone, their, their, their patrol, their, their, their log. They got, everything they do is on the phone. Really? So if a cop's down, we'll see, if the we'll cop's see. looking at the phone, that, that's why he's looking at the phone. Okay, well, well, John, that's that's new information uh, to me because I thought they communicate via the uh, the radio system, but I didn't know that they keep their – and I thought they kept a separate logbook. But you're – if I, I take it you're in law enforcement? I know a bunch of people, yeah. Okay, and so you're telling me that when they're looking at their phones, so then why is the mayor saying they shouldn't be looking at their phones? I don't know. I mean, uh, they were, they were, all the cops were issued cell phones, mm-hmm. and I guess that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, John, you know, the mayor, the mayor, thank you for the call. The mayor is saying to uh, send him pictures if you see that. Let's go to Elena in Teaneck. Good morning, Elena. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. I feel the same. Thank you. Uh, Dominic, taking pictures of a policeman, whatever he's doing, is setting the public up to report or squeal on anybody. Now, what happened when the Soviet Union was established? There was a certain amount of fear that was put into all the citizens, and they were supposed to report on their neighbors. They were supposed to report in the community meetings against the people in the community. Even the children were asked to report on their parents, whether they have holy pictures, whether the parents pray, what are the parents saying. In other words, this is a sign of a very, very authoritarian and even communist society. So reporting on our policemen is the first step. Well, Dominic, I'm scared. <laughs> right. Well, well, hey, Elena, before you go, just tell me, what are you afraid of? I am afraid that today we're reporting on the policeman who is supposed to enforce the law. Now, as a citizen, who's going to report on me for doing what? Throwing garbage on the street, for not smiling, for walking too fast, for jaywalking? I don't know, but people who report are supposed to be rewarded for reporting. So if you're taking these pictures and there's still moments, there's still split seconds, how do you prove or disprove any intent? And where do you go to prove or disprove something? Now we're starting with policemen, but this can move on to citizens. And what I think we're doing right now with this telephone picturesque procedure is we're setting people against people. That That is a very good point, Elena, and I, I thank you for the call, pitting one against the other, and we should not be doing that with our police officers. They are up against enough pressure let's go to our friend stan in forest hills hey good morning stan how are you okay okay how are you today good so uh, what's going on the 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 news just just you came with the bird flu mm-hmm. that's interesting news i mean i didn't hear that news somebody the chinese are reporting somebody has it okay right. somebody could it, mean it's 10, breaking right it, it's breaking as of right now overnight we are just getting the information 
uh, in from uh, from Reuters, the Reuters news service. So again, Stan, it, it is it is breaking. All we have as of right now is that China is reporting its first human case of the uh, H3N8 bird flu. About and, the Russians, I think you you mentioned uh, you're nervous about the Russians. I, I'm nervous about nervous. the Russians too, but there's nothing. Uh, threats are all the time. Look. Uh, if they, the word is very simple, if there's the words to the Americans or to the, if you continue to support and continue to support uh, the uh, Ukrainians with weapons, nuclear response will be nuclear response to who? I would think he's, they're meaning Ukraine primarily. I don't think they're meaning the United yes, States. Yes, yes, but that, well, but, but it's still, uh, but it's still a very dangerous situation. So it's been dangerous since day one. What you're, you're correct. You're correct. You're yeah, correct, Stan. No, but they have uh, smaller sized nuclear weapons, which they would use to make a point. But uh, the problem is, uh, and I think someone said it, that this war could go on for the next three to four years. And so, well, if that's the case, that's the case. Uh, we will not put American troops there. We know that. So uh, unless we, we are attacked, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the harsh reality of it is we can keep giving ammunition, we can keep giving arms, and uh, that's about what we can do. I mean, unless uh, this country is willing to send troops, then we will be in a world war. This isn't anything. We've been talking about it on and off for 20, hey, 20 hey, times Stan, already. Stan, be- before I let you go, and, sure. and let me say this, the bird flu that we are having is breaking news uh, this morning, uh, it, uh, China confirming the first human case. You know, at this point, all we can do is hope that it's isolated. We don't know. We don't have any other uh, information as of right now, except for the first case has happened. Uh, China is reporting, at least officially, the first case. But I, I have two questions for you, Stan, and then I'm going to let you go. One, but I'm going to table that this for the uh, for the final question, and that is a number of listeners uh, tore into you last night. They say that you're basically an angry man that um, that don't have your facts right. But that's that's the first part. The second part, excuse me. The first part is COVID. I I, I want your take on this because I know that you you uh, consider this a very serious situation, as we all should. Uh, the fact that nearly 60% of adults and 75% of children have antibodies indicating that they've already been infected with COVID-19. What do you make of all this information, Stan, that keeps coming to us? Well, here's the thing. This is a disease that we can't keep control of, and the facts keep changing all the time, day in and day out. This is the most as crazy as I'm going to say, the most fascinating disease that's ever hit this country and this world. It changes every day, every hour. So our doctors, our experts have to keep up with it. If it's true, most of them have it. They have not been gotten it extremely bad, which means it's the lighter form as what we know of this variant. This will never end. The American people are tired of it. That's too bad if they're tired of it. It's not going to end. We have to be vigilant as Americans, but we don't have the guts to be vigilant. We don't. We seem to get tired too much. We uh, we can't handle it. I'm enough already. This and that. This this is a type of thing that 
doesn't care if you're young or old. And thank heavens it's light, but we must keep vigilant on this. Our, our shots that we take have to be probably improved again. And, and so again, and, and, again. We, and again, exactly. And we're, I think we're going to have to live with this for a long time. Hey, and Americans don't want to do it. A lot of them don't care anymore. Well, that, that that's an interesting point. I've got to take a break and I'm going to close with you on this. What do you say to your critics? A number of them called up here last night. Okay. Uh, let me get to, you know, there was one that said she, one, she was fed up about me talking about Donald Trump. Well, I'll stop talking about Donald Trump when he disappears, when he doesn't have a threat to this country, when the Republicans act like normal Americans and respond to the fact that there was an election and they lost. Okay, but wait, wait, Stan. Why? Why is Trump a threat to the to the country? I'm I'm not getting of his type. He is in the first time in our history. He is a, a leader, a former leader, who basically still lives a lie about this country's system of, of elections, that it was a fraud, and he continues, and most this is a threat to this country. This was not a fraud. This was not a, a, an illegitimate election. He lost, and to continue to say this is a threat to the foundation of this country. There was never any proof. We went to court a hundred times. What does it take to get through to this brain-dead man? It takes some type of uh, intelligence, which he doesn't have. It is a threat, not okay. just foreign threats, but domestic threat. If we continue to deny certain things that are actual facts, we are in trouble in this guy. And the people that call here are part of the problem. Hey, oh. I'm, not, I'm not smart on everything, I'm not, I'm not, but I listen to what I hear here, and it's pathetic. And it's unbelievable. Okay. Well, Stan, I, I thank you for your two cents tonight. A number of issues uh, going on here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter with you. We will continue taking your telephone calls, and we will have more of our breaking news story when we come back. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And as we are reporting this morning, according to Reuters, the uh, news service, China, China is reporting its first human case of the H3N8 bird flu. China has recorded the uh, first uh, human infection with this strain of the bird flu. And this is according to the country's uh, health authority, which uh, they said uh, on Tuesday, but they say that the risk of it spreading among people was low. That's according to uh, China uh, authorities. A four-year-old boy 
was found to have been infected with the variant after developing a fever and other symptoms on uh, April 5th. So this was about, what, two, two and a half weeks ago. Um, This is what the authorities are saying. The child had been in contact with chickens and crows raised at his home. Um, And so this variant has been previously detected elsewhere in the world in horses, dogs, birds, seals, but no human cases had been reported up until now. So we don't know if this is just one case, but this is what's breaking as we speak out of China. And, of course, we don't know the impact, if there'll be an impact uh, here in America. We are taking your calls on a number of uh, topics Let's go to, uh, let's see here. Let's go, randomly speaking, Joe in Rockland. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's Good morning. Joe the Cop from the Bronx. Oh, I, okay. I, well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, how you, you doing? I'm, I, I'm, I live up in Rockland now, but I always say the Bronx, so okay. I'm still waiting to bump into you. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, about the uh, the cops using their phones, um we used to have the memo books that we wrote in. Right. And they don't use that to write their daily stuff in, like the weather, what happened. They use a phone now. So look at um, look at that, Joe. I've learned something this morning. I did not know that. I thought that the police used their, their, their roll call books, you know, where when the sergeant yeah, the responded. Books, right. right, the yeah, memo we books. Always carried it right, and pocket. when the sergeant said, show me your book, you have to give the sergeant your book. But you're right, telling me that's not it. the case anymore. Wow. No. No, and I was in shock too when I had heard that from some rookies. And they said, "Yeah, we don't use we use a phone now for that. We don't use a memo book." What the extent is, I don't know, but I know that part to put their daily stuff in. Um, and uh, with that woman, I understand what she's saying about you know taking pictures of cops. Um, it kind of reminds me what she was saying of like the Nazi youth when they started with little minor things, and then it escalated. And before you know it, they were reporting their neighbors, and then it turned into reporting their parents. So I understand what she's saying about that, and I agree with her. Um, And the last thing is Stan. Stan should be the last person to say a comment about President Trump. He should start with Biden. I mean, my God, what this man is doing with, like, Afghanistan, leaving civilians there and all of our weapons, $90 billion worth. And this man is going to comment on somebody? Stan, don't even call, please. (laughs) Well, Joe, Joe, I thank you for the uh, telephone call and for your past uh, service. Let's now go to John in Suffolk County. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just want to go. Uh, I just want to go one up on Joe. So um, all the uh, officers on patrol, they are issued a department issued cell phone, and these uh, cell phones they have applications on them, which uh, give the officers information on real time. If uh, so, I, if an I, officer hey John, I did not know that. I have learned something new this morning. Yes, yes. So, so if an officer is in transit and say uh, somebody's. Uh, 
robbed or assaulted, they'll get a notification on their phone, and they open up the application. It has the perpetrator's description. If we have that information, um, you know, it's, it's in real time. So in order for these cops to do their jobs effectively, they, they actually have to look on their phone. Wow. And, uh, you know, and in addition to that, uh, they get uh, messages of uh, wanted individuals, you know, per- real, you know, perpetrators that have committed crimes, uh, you know, surveillance footage of uh, people that may have touched somebody in transit at the same station earlier in the day. They'll get this information in real time. So it's kind of a, an essential tool for the uh, officers on patrol. So and besides, you know, guys have personal lives, you know, things going on at home. So if somebody's sitting at their desk, I'm sure they could, uh, you know, answer a call from their loved one or t- a text message from their loved one as well. And in mm-hmm. addition to the uh, essential essential tools. that they So, need to so John, text. so, John, before I let you go, the, the mayor is calling on the public to um, take photos of officers looking at their phones and send the photos to him. So what's the middle ground? So I've learned something, John, from you and the last caller that uh, police use the police issued cell phones for work, uh, for, as you just said, for updated bulletins and so on. So what's the middle ground so that the mayor feels that the officers are doing the job they're supposed to do? Uh, I mean, you know, take the handcuffs off. Let, let us do our, let, let them do their jobs. I mean, but I, I meant with the telephones, know, that, with the telephone issue. Uh, I mean, it's really you. You know, you just can't can't judge it. You know, if you right. get an officer on his cell phone, right, right. I, I, you know, you, you cannot. There, there can be no discipline. Yet, I mean, it's. Can't well, a, that, 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 that's a that's a good point, and I thank you for the call, John, in uh, Suffolk County. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. What's happening? I can't stand him. Uh, Big Dom, I feel like I'm on New York 1 here. Okay, and, but you, uh, wait, 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 wait. You can't stand who? I'm just making a joke with oh. the man's name there. Oh, okay, okay. So go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, um... But I'm going to comment on a few things here quickly, but before I get to the big meat and potatoes. But it's got to um, be quick, Steve. Go it ahead. It will be quick in Steve Manhattan style. Okay. Um, when it comes to viruses and infections, folks, it's obviously it's obvious to everyone now China has no quality controls in place. Now, in America, in the last couple of years, have you ever heard a press conference called by the Mayo Clinic or John Hopkins or the Cleveland Clinic? I could go on and on. John Hopkins, right, they research viruses. They track viruses. I've never heard any of those guys call a press conference. Now, when it comes to uh, police work and everything, um, we know people who are left-wingers will contradict themselves all the time because they really have no true inner beliefs, but they do know what they want done. And the police are, unfortunately for these young guys and girls out there, they're targets. And there's always going to be people taking photos, videos of them. And that's just the way of life. This is the 21st century. We're deep into it now. That's what people do. But we have to realize there's a lot of rhetoric now out there. And let me just tell people one thing. Just quickly, Steve, i got to wrap this up. They always say it's just a few. That's baloney. They said that in the 60s and 70s. There are thousands of people in our jails right now. And how come we always get the few? Well, Steve, I, I thank you for the call. You you made some good points there, but you know I'm trying to to um, uh, I'm trying to imagine this scenario. So, let's say a police officer is uh, standing uh, on a train platform, and 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 folks, you know how some of these knuckleheads can be, and the person just walks up to the officer, puts the phone in their face, and just starts snapping photos. 
And then you know what they're going to say next. The mayor told me to do this. Then what? Then what? Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, our breaking news this morning. And this is going to be something that uh, is going to impact the world. China reporting its first human case of the H3N8 bird flu. That's according to Reuters. And uh, this is on top of Vice President Harris testing positive for uh, for COVID. And according to the uh, the CDC, nearly 60 percent of adults and 75 percent of children have antibodies indicating that they have already been infected with COVID-19. You know, folks, one day I feel this way. The next day I feel that way. I still haven't had my second uh, 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 booster shot. I don't know what to do. I'm just trying to figure out what planet are we living on? Is this our new way of life? And now a case in a human of a little boy of the bird flu coming officially out of China. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Regarding Eric Adams asking civilians to take pictures of cops. <laughs> I needed a good laugh, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so tell me why it's funny, David. Well, he says, if you see it, send me a picture because I'll go to that district the next day to see what's happening. Like he's going to be the mayor of New York City is going to be running around from subway station to subway station during the hey, day. Hey, but you know what? But you know what, though, David? Knowing uh, Mr. Adams a long time, he will do that. But that's the problem. Well, that's it, totally that, that's the opinion. problem. We, we, we've had enough of the stunts. It's time to crack down on criminals. Enough of the photo ops and the stunts. And the other thing is, don't they have cameras in the subway systems? If he wants to monitor, do it through that. Why don't you just attach electric buzzers on the cop's butt and you can monitor from the cameras and buzz them in the butt if you see them standing around looking at their phones. And you're going to have the mayor of New York City running around like Batman and Robin? Totally inefficient. It's nonsense. I guess he's just very frustrated and doesn't know what to do. But, but uh, you, you, oh, my God, it's the most ridiculous, laughable thing that the mayor of New York City, like as if they're still going to be standing there the next day. He's going to be spending his days running from subway to subway. <laughs> what a clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, thank you, David, thank you for the uh, for the call. Let's go from Los Angeles to uh, Philadelphia. Let's say good morning to Robert. Robert, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's really good to talk to you. Thank um, you. I feel the same. I noticed that when Stan, you told Stan about the percentage of people that had antibodies, mm-hmm. he completely disregarded it and went right on with, we all got to continue to live with this. And all I want to say about that to Stan is, since you're uh, hooked onto the vaccines, you're going to have to live with this for a long time. But the rest of us who have antibodies really don't. It's on to this Hopefully this thing with China, you know, but we'll see about that. Hey, Robert, let let me let me put this question to you. I'll let you come back to Stan in one second. Is is it it, because this is the way I I feel in my gut right now? Is it inevitable that we're all going to and I know I know you're not a medical expert, but in your opinion, is it inevitable that we're all going to have COVID period? We I think we all already have. 
They're talking about wow. the number of blood samples they get. Most people don't give blood samples. Right. Most people, I would say that half the population had it within the first year. But I don't want to digress because he said that Trump was a threat to democracy because he doubted the veracity of the last election. And there's a lot of reasons for him to do so. But when Bush won and he was elected, not or selected, not elected, that was okay. When Trump won, four years of Russian uh, collusion hoaxes, and that's not a threat to democracy, is Stan out of his mind? I don't understand. It's, the, the prior callers are right. He, he's loose with the facts, and he's just got unbridled hatred for Trump. But as long as I'm able to just point out where he's wrong, it's all good because I actually enjoy, enjoy the calls you get from Drew and White Plains and from Audrey in Brooklyn. Um, so I like the diversity of opinion. But, man, get it right, Stan. You have a great night, Tom. Thank you, Robert, calling from uh, Philadelphia this morning. In a moment, I'm going to take a break uh, because we're going to uh, come back with the Chronicles of Dominic. But first, let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to John. John, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, it's good talking to you as always. Thank you. Go let right me, ahead. Let me say that uh, let the Russians talk. Um, because if I were them, I'd be more concerned right now with the British sending in SAS troops into Ukraine to train the Ukrainians on some of the latest defensive weaponry. And the Germans are sending in tanks. So, plus, I understand Sweden and Finland are accelerating their NATO application process. So it, it a worldwide effort against Russia. That's what right. it sounds like. What you're telling me, John. So, and so, but I mean, what? But what? But cheap. hey, John, John, I've, 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 and talk is cheap. I've got to take a commercial break. But what happens when there is the worldwide united effort against Russia? What happens then? We're seeing it now. I don't know. Let's hope maybe the Ukrainians can help blunt the Russian invasion, and hopefully the war will end soon. Well, John, I I thank you for the call. It's always a pleasure uh, chatting with you. The situation uh, in Ukraine, folks, as I started off the show, Russia warning the nuclear threat is real, and it's just like a pit in my stomach, this threat from Russia as it relates to Ukraine that just won't go away. And the more that Putin is embarrassed on a global stage, I fear that he may do something ridiculous and in part to go down in history. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. More of our breaking news story and your telephone calls when we return. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. 
These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. This is very disturbing to me. I'm trying to figure this out. The Anti-Defamation League reporting New York State, Leeds, and New Jersey, the nation, and anti-Semitic incidents with a 24% jump in 2021. What does that mean? More than 400 anti-Semitic incidents, including a record number of assaults, were reported across New York State just last year. I'm trying to figure out, folks, why, why is this happening in 2022? Why, why are people picking on innocent people for no valid reason? I know I sound naive to say that, but I just don't get it. And we also have breaking news this morning in terms of uh, China, according to Reuters, reporting if we don't have enough to deal with already with COVID, but China reporting the first human case of the H3N8 bird flu. Uh, this is coming from uh, the the government uh, health authority. It happened to a four-year-old boy. This is the first case, the first human case. It has happened in animals before. Uh, China is saying that it's contained, but we don't have all the details as of right now. This story broke within this hour. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC coming up at 1 a.m. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. We are going to go back to your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, let's go to Andrew in Staten Island. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Andrew, are you there? Okay, Andrew. Okay, Andrew, go ahead, please. I'm sorry, Dominic. Yeah, so uh, what's really going on, quite honestly, and I think it's the same thing throughout the country as far as Mm anti-Semitism, and that is the uh, amount of immigration that has come in from uh, countries throughout the Middle East and throughout Europe. Uh, A lot of this is not homegrown. Some of it is. A decent amount of it is not. Uh, You know, this isn't... uh, a lot of it is not white supremacy. It's, uh, and I'm not pointing fingers. It's just statistically, if you look at the arrests, who's doing it, so on and so forth, a lot of it comes from, uh, you know. Hey, Andrew, but it's just not right. I mean, I, I know I sound naive to say that because obviously we have good and bad things throughout the world, but I mean, it's, it's just it's just not right and i i don't understand why people engage in this do you well first of all dominic i'm a jew okay and uh you know listen i dealt with with it as a kid i always fought you know i, I never took it and it disappeared it disappeared for 30 30 40 years it was almost unheard of you know as a kid you know 8 9 10 12 13, you know maybe mid teens late teens and then it went away and it's resurfaced in the last 15, 15 years with the amount of uh, immigration. If you go to, you know, when you go to countries like France and Germany, their Jewish populations, the anti-Semitism is through the roof. The reason being is, is because of the mass uh, immigration from, you know, Middle Eastern countries. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Mm. 
Well, Andrew, and I it's think like thousands of years, Dominic. It's thousands of years of you know that's that's just the way it is. The, the Jews have been persecuted for uh, thousands of years uh, from that ideology, and that's just the, it's just the way it is. I mean, it, you know, it, you, you have to accept it. You know, well, you don't have to accept it. Right? No, no, we, no. We 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 can never accept it. But Andrew, I do thank you for the call joining us from Staten Island. Let's go to uh, Westchester. Let's say good morning to Alana. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I hope you're well. Yes, I am. Thank you. So a couple of things. Um, I think that Eric Adams should start talking to Giuliani and learn how to take care of New York City. And I think he should stop acting like a, a fool trying to turn, you know, he's turning the police, you know, causing problems. The order, the frauder is going to go right after the police now and, and, and upset the police while they're trying to do their job. So I think he's an embarrassment. So that's number one. Last week, I think Friday night, Audrey, she was the last caller. And I, I take it personally in a way that she said nobody was sane but Dan. And I'm going to tell you something. I think when you have that much hate and selfishness in your body, because we have kids, adults, we have mothers, you know, getting killed left and right. We have the police being um, assassinated in crazy numbers. We have COVID, obviously, as a nurse, I know that we're getting, we can get all kinds of diseases from the border. And it could be uh, TB, COVID, measles, hepatitis, whatever. But the fact that she doesn't see or had maybe never had anybody get hurt in her family, we we actually, thanks to Biden, lost a National Guard drowning, trying to save people. I just think it's horrible. These people don't realize right now the Border Patrol is suffering. And by the way, the people, the health of myself, healthcare workers, we have to take care of the COVID when it starts spreading right. from the border. And last but not least, you know the eight-year-old boy? Yes. Remember the one? Yes. yes. Did you hear he stole a bike now? Yes. I I I've done <laughs> I've done several I've done I thank you for the call. I've I've done I've done several shows on it. Um and one of the things that saddens me, to be honest with you, is uh, it's like when do the excuses stop? I'm going right back to your telephone calls, but first I want to bring in Frank Morano, the other Dominic. side of Midnight. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's great to see you. So the first case of the, uh, the bird, bird flu. flu as it relates to a human in China, what does this, a little four-year-old boy, what does this mean to you, Frank Morano? Well, look, uh, I, I don't know how... I mean, if bird flu spreads widely, what the degree of mortality is and how that compares to a regular flu. So I'm honestly not sure how panicked to be. Hopefully, as you said, uh, this is an isolated incident. And hopefully we learn from some of the mistakes that were made previously with respect to COVID about, uh, uh, you know, communicable diseases coming out of China, especially potentially animal-borne illnesses. So I'm not really sure how concerned to be, but uh, I still think we should. it's an important thing to keep an eye on, naturally. What do you and have- it's the last thing China needs because their economy right now is really struggling because of the shutdown, almost a full shutdown of Shanghai. And uh, w- what I'm hearing is that Beijing may shut down. Now, uh, people may think, oh, 
uh, that's great. All the Chinese workers are staying home. That means more gas and lower gas prices for the rest of us. That might be true in the short term. But the effect that that's likely to have on things like the stock market is going to be devastating for Americans that have their money in the stock market as well. So we'll see. It's the last thing they need right now. That's for sure. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, um, speaking of stocks that have dropped like a rock, we're going to be talking about Disney, all the controversy involving Disney and this uh, situation that they're in the midst of with Florida. I'm going to be joined by a Disney YouTuber by the name of Mousepiration Mike, who has all these, it does all these very clever Disney videos. I'm going to ask what this this uh, tete-a-tete with, with Ron DeSantis means for the future of Walt Disney World in Florida and the future of the Disney brand. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we did a segment on the mystery of the Shroud of Turin. We're going to do another segment exploring what the Shroud of Turin is and how we go about investigating something like that. And I have been talking about proportional representation for 20 years as a possible alternative to some of the problems in American democracy. Well, now a new group called Fix Our House has formed to advocate switching our elections to proportional representation. I'm going to talk with Ellie Zupnik, who is the founder of this group, and uh, we're going to chat about what proportional representation is, what's good about it, what's bad about it, and then uh, hopefully take a few calls on that as well. Sounds like another great show. We have a lot of calls here. Let's get to as many as we can. You select the next caller. Well, how about Rob in Yorktown? Good morning, Rob. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Please go right ahead, Rob. Just on my way home from work. Um, you, Drive I'm carefully. New York City doorman. Drive carefully. Yeah, the- hey, and you guys avoided that strike. So Absolutely. But, but go right ahead because we only have five minutes left and we want to get to as many calls as we can. Yeah. Um, Ukraine. Okay, um, on Ukraine. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, about Putin. Um, he's just... Uh, He's not. He's just saying about the nuclear, but he's not going to. He's not. I, I don't believe he's going to do it. He's just getting um, Sleepy Joe scared. Mm. Right. You. 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 You and, may be right. A, a game of one upsmanship, where he feels his his main rival is not up to the task. It's time for us to put Putin in his place. Okay, well, what does that look like, though? Um, we got to send special ops in and get them out. Mm. What do you think of that, Frank? I mean, well, look, thanks I, for the call, I, Rob. I think in general, if you're a, a, the leader of a country that uh, has nuclear weapons and you're, you see that you're in danger of being overthrown in some coup d'etat backed by a foreign government... I don't think you just sit there and let your nuclear weapons accumulate dust. I think you do whatever it's possible to remain in power. I think that would be a, a disastrous policy. And it's one of the reasons that when Biden was kind of shooting off the cuff and said uh, he can't remain in power, the administration was so quick to back off from that. Because the last thing you want is a Putin or a Kim Jong-un, for that matter, who feels they have no more options and that their only option is to kind of wage a nuclear war. And that's what I worry about. That's exactly what my what my concern is. Let's go to uh, Patrick on Long Island. Good morning, Patrick. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, good morning, uh, Frank and Dominic. Uh, good, good morning. I um, I don't. 
Hi, how are you? Good. You got to be fast. We're we're short on time. Okay. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, um, I thought it. I thought it strong, uh, strongly enough to um, make this call important because we um, at a point where we have a mayor who I you know I respect him from the beginning and I hopefully want to continue to mayor Adams, but uh, he cannot be using race as as an issue here. I think he needs to get away from white supremacy and yeah, he can have whom he wants to protect him. But that's not helping race. Uh, there's no white supremacy uh, threat that I can see uh, in in the city. And I think we have to deal with everyday cops doing a job. They, they don't need to be micromanaged, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and stop from doing their jobs. You know, why don't we all work together? If he joins us together as all the races, you know, not just people of color. We're all people of color. That's how I look at it. Whether we be black, white, brown, red, or yellow. And we're all one. I, I, you know, I worked in the city for many years. We've never had this problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we need to. Well, we well Patrick, to, I, I think I we can do for, a lot better. I thank you for the call, and we can always do a lot better. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. Your, your, your encouragement of this guy uh, staying in the in, uh, forest hills is a waste of time. The guy, the guy is off the wall. He really goes to an extreme. He's an, he's an extremist in his own way. He's condemning everybody else. He's an extremist. He, he's an agitator. And, and I think his views are, are very single-minded. They're not fair or equitable. Uh, as for the fear of atomic war, I can guarantee you Putin will not, will not push the button because he can't get to the button. The button is controlled by a staff of four to 600 people. They're not going to kill their wives, children, and themselves and their other loved ones just because Putin says, I'm having a bad day. It's a chain of command thing. It's not going to happen. I can can pretty well assure you of that. And as for that bird flu thing, I'll tell you right now, in China, you can't believe anything they tell you. You don't know what to believe. You're not there. You have no evidence. No one put up evidence. And besides, Asia is a very, very dirty, unkept country. It's a whole area that just just full of disease and, and illness. I was there for three years. I don't know. Asia's a continent. Well, hey, Phil, I, I thank you uh, for the call. Dominic Carter saying, folks, you want to keep it right there. The news that broke uh, a case of the, the, the bird flu in a human, a little boy. China is reporting this. Frank Morano, if there are any more details overnight, we'll have the very latest. Uh, Stay with Frank. He's got a great show coming up. I will be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC.